going? Welcome back. Well, hello, hello. You're tuning in with Poppy and, and Kim. Kim. <laughs> so, how was your uh, weekend? My weekend was really interesting. I think you're uh, you're gonna enjoy this story. Oh, wow. I'm very curious now. So, curious you know, I went out with somebody and. It was going great. It was really, it was really good. Everything was perfect. The weather was perfect. I was on the water on the boardwalk. It was like fifty-five and sunny. Wow. Yeah, we had really good chemistry. Everything was great. And then I went to get his attention, and I threw my e-cigarette <laughs> at him. But I aimed for like you know his stomach or something. You know, it cracked him right in his eye. No. Directly in his fucking eye. That's great. And, and I felt I was mortified. Everything was literally perfect. I, this is this the is me. Is over. This is me. Awkward. Don't know how to flirt. So what do I do? I throw things. So now he gets up and he's holding his eye and I'm laughing in his face. I'm fucking dying in his face and I'm going, I'm so sorry. And my lips are like, you know, turning in. And he's like holding his eyeball and he says, this isn't the reason you should leave, but this is the reason you should leave. If you're going to throw things, you have to go. <laughs> I think I would have died to be there. Sabotage everything. It never fails. Oh, I would have just, please. How was your weekend? Uh, big things coming. Ooh. Big things coming. Very big things. We have an event that uh, we're going to work with Kim D from Housewives of New Jersey. So excited. Shout out to Kim, who I love. She's a doll. I just I just spoke to her, actually. And she was going over what we're going to announce. I'm going to announce the rest next week. It has to do with a fashion show that they can see, because she's public on Instagram. But I spoke to her, and she was like, oh, yes. I was like, I want to make sure, because I'm leaving for Florida next Wednesday. So I was like, I want to make sure that I don't miss the event. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm going to text it to you. By the way, I need you here for this. I need you here for that. And I was like... Ooh, we're getting busy. It is the season. It's the season. Not only that, unfortunately, we're driving in people on the site. Wow, that's great. We're almost at 350, which is pretty dope. So you never know. Things are possibilities in life. You just have to use your brain. Am I springing before Florida? Yes, you are. Am I showing up while you're in Florida? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would like for you to book an immediate flight. We'll be on the beach. We're going to go eat at Gianni's. Maybe I'll go throw some at the kid. It'll be like, I need you away from me. I'll be like, I need to go to Florida. He'll be like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Here's your flight. Yeah. See you. Here's your flight. Have Bye. a great time. You know, like, no, I just, Florida to me is the, it's so relaxing. Like, I'm always busy, especially being from New York. So when I go away, I'm like, I just want to live here. I'll take a budget cut for a house, but not too close to the beach because I don't want to die because I'm afraid of hurricanes. I get nervous with that too. But like, it's just so nice to go outside and it's 80 degrees. So I could put the AC on. I don't want my nipples to freeze. Like outside right now, it wants to rain. And <laughs> Only my, in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just over it. I can't, I can't take it no more. I lived in Brickle for a year and it was an amazing experience. I lived in a beautiful building. The view was amazing. 
But when there were storms and I would be out in the car, it would come up on, on the screen and um, it, would, it would be like, there's an emergency and the, your weather forecast and you need to get to shelter. I'd and, be hiding in the bathroom. No, I, I would just drive home and I would see, because, you know, we were pretty high up. You would see all of the gray clouds coming your way. Actually. It's like a horror movie. You say that, but quick story is I went to Florida like four years ago. And this is with cousins I used to talk to. I don't talk to them anymore. And the whole week I was there, the weather sucked. Like, like it would that. come out for like maybe two hours, sunny, you get it. And then pure cloud and darkness. And this is me. A tornado's coming and I'm going to die. <laughs> My cousin's like, oh, it's just a thunderstorm. It'll pass. And this is me. The rain has got me. I was bugging out. I was like, I'm telling you, I'm going to see the air start to formulate and I'm going to die of the shock. I, I, I can't handle that stuff. It's not for me. You know... I'm going to tell you one more story about Florida, and I almost didn't want to because I don't even want to give this person the fucking clout, but I'm going to. Um, and that's only because his new girlfriend thinks she's going to harass me in a fucking in a DM. I'm like, how old are you? I'm like, listen, I just had surgery. Can we continue this banter next week? Because I'm like, I'm really not up to that's it. That's gross for you. So we he took me to Florida recent. Well, this wasn't recent. It was like a year ago. And we went by the beach, and there were these little fucking bugs Biting me. Like mosquitoes? I or? guess so, but I, I felt all these pinches. <laughs> I still would have rather felt those pinches than listen to him, though. So, But I was like, you can right. take me somewhere fucking nicer. Like, what's happening? It was like a surprise trip, which was like nice, I guess, except for the fighting the entire time. But, yeah, these little Please, bugs on the beach. I could give you beach. so many stories about the bugs on the beaches. You would die. Of the, of the tortures I've had uh, to deal with from the bugs. I'm over the bugs. I want the beach, and I want my drink wrist to elbow, and I want everybody to fuck off. <laughs> Plain and simple. That's my goal in Miami. Hi, how are you? Die. I want my margarita, and I want my hookah, and I want to be on the beach. I don't care. <laughs> Different focus. It's true. Alright, well, I think that it's time for what everybody has been anticipating. Oh, yeah. By the way, shout out to everybody who's been looking on our Instagrams for our lovely chart <laughs> in which we are going to discuss dating life. So last week we discussed how difficult it is to meet people in this, you know, in society today and how online dating seems to be the way to go so i took the liberty of creating two different dating sites christian mingle no that wasn't one of them i thought about it but i knew i felt so bad and not you know i gotta think for jewish guys anyway so I, I had no business on christian mingle um no seriously this was just a social experiment i was not really looking for anyone but i have to tell you um it was really interesting. I did OkCupid and I did Bumble. And I found that the men on OkCupid are actually quicker to ask you out and make a serious move. If you're watching my Instagram, you probably see the guy whose head is in a shark. Okay, I have to ask this before you continue. <laughs> I have to He's ask He's not part this. of the survey. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, don't forget. Shark, baby shark has left the building. That's baby shark madness. Hit the quan. With baby shark. I'm done. But don't you think, like, this is the only thing I can't get past. 
is how the people do the online dating and then they meet each other. What if he's a sicko freak and decides to hit you with the car? And then do the quan once you're dead in the street. <laughs> like, that makes me... No, it's a legitimate question. Like, some girls go, oh, no, you know, it's just... I, I don't know how to put myself out there. Okay, so you're mute? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Because I'm so, not... So, I took it serious. I said, Kim, if you were really looking for someone, what would your profile say? Because that's, you know, the most important thing. What kind of pictures are you going to use? Because that's another thing. If you put pictures on there that are really seductive and really sexy, you're going to get all of these losers that want to just screw you. And that's a wasting a lot of time. You want somebody who looks, who says, oh, you know what? She's pretty, but wait, what did she write? Oh, that's cute. You know, this is somebody that I would entertain or want to take for a drink, not someone I'm going to text message and harass and disrespect. So I will tell you what I wrote. Yeah, I want to hear it. For myself, summary, I just wanted to do something simple. I also made my my name Gloria. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, introducing Gloria Watt. My alter ego. Gloria Swanson. Gloria Gregorio. Oh. That's my new name. Gloria Gregorio. So I said, hi. I'm often busy working on projects, but I do enjoy making quality time for the things and people I enjoy. I like a man who's driven by success, but also can prioritize me. I would be happy to reciprocate the same. I'm in the beauty industry, so looking good means feeling good, which is important to me. So right there, I let you know that I need all of your fucking attention. You just sounded like like when people do the audio books. <laughs> I listen to audio books, maybe that's, that, that's great. It was like straight on. That, if if that was me, I would be like cut in the middle. <sighs> I just you straight shoot, straight shoot. So I figured that I let her, you know, I let him know I'm busy, but. For the right person, I'll give you time give and attention. Time. Yep. I also want your time and attention. And I take care of myself. Inside and out. And out. So, you know, men like to know those things. I feel like I'm always attracted to a man who appreciates a pedicure and your nails done. And, you know, you take pride in yourself. I feel like if you date a girl that doesn't ever have her nails done and she's walking around with a mustache, like, well, what the hell are you doing with me? You know, it's the same thing reversed. Yeah, yeah. I'm like right. that. I'm like that with my husband. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you got to go for a pedicure. Not that he has bad toes or anything, because he's got <laughs> cute toes and cute hands. I love my husband, but I'm like, dude, we have to take him. And he's like, yeah, I know, but I think you just, you know, like for me, it's easy to walk in. I don't care. I go and just well, I do also it. feel like it's it's your husband. It's not like a strange, you know, it, and it's also different how long you know somebody. Oh, I don't care. I'll cut his toenails myself. Well, that's different. That's yeah, love. It's your husband. I mean, listen, if I really liked somebody and they had chest hair, you know, you can count on it that I'll be there with the getting ready. I have ready. such a funny story about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my profile, and I like to target men between the ages of thirty-two to, uh, yeah, thirty-two to forty years old. Um, we're not going for the sixty-five billionaire. Now uh, we're going to say, you know what? Maybe that should be our next one. <laughs> we'll, we'll look for sugar daddies. Older billionaires. How to talk to a sugar daddy. How to, yeah. People like that stuff. That could be our, our next uh, coffee clutch. Okay. You know who to call to put on, on that podcast for that one. Who you can call? <laughs> we're calling you. We're calling You're listening. You. you know who you are. You're listening, darling. Little boo. 
right, so ages 32 to 40, which I thought were good ages for somebody who's looking for something substantial. Um, and I swiped on men who were somewhat attractive, if not very attractive, but had some kind of substance to their profile. Not like a typical jerk off, you know, nobody wants to deal with that. Uh, yeah, that's true, I guess. And um, 15 of the guys that I swiped on and matched with were Jewish. Oh, yes. see everybody shout out to J-Date, J-Date. <laughs> I'm a shiksa. Good, tell um, them you're at, tell them you're at. <laughs> at Kim de la Creme. So, yeah, 10 of them, 10 of the Jewish guys actually asked me out within the first conversation. What do you like to do? I want to do this with you. You are beautiful, Miss America, like saying anything. Oh, and you're and, a queen now. Okay. And they will, but this is how they, or maybe this, listen, this is my preference. I like that. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Give me more attention, please. Um, I like attention from one person, too. That's why I actually like relationships, and I, even though I'm never really in one, um, but I like for the person I'm with to be like all about me. I think that for me, I like it. It's healthy for me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk to nobody else. If I have you, I have you. I don't need no one else. Oh no, that I agree with. Die hard romantic. Oh. Um, Titanic. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Six guys who are exempt from being Jewish asked for dates as well. So if you put yourself out there the right way. And your pictures match up and you write like a sweet little bio, you will get guys that are interested in seeing you. So you don't get anybody on there that decides they're going to send you a picture of just their piece. Oh, no, you do. <laughs> so I, not, not this time, but that, that has happened. Um, and when the, I said, you know, this guy was being really fresh with me and I was like, oh, yeah, send me a picture. Let me see. And he sent me a picture and then... I said, if you show me yours, I'll show you mine. That's what I said. And he, he sent me a picture, and then I sent him a picture back of some, like, weird-looking guy, like the guy with the fucking, with the shark, <laughs> like, shit like that. And he was like, wow, what are you, a comedian? I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm pretty fucking funny. Yeah, like, I guess, yeah. Why are you sending me pictures of your penis? Um, five of the guys out of the 40 wanted a casual hookup. Mind you, for some reason, my profile got stuck that I was 57 years old. Oh, that's so, nice. All these that's guys nice. are like, there's no way you're 57. And I'm like, <laughs> actually, my family, we're a bunch of witches. We don't age. Um, no, I told them my real age and I told them that it must have got stuck. I, it was terrible. That's nice. 57 <laughs> with a fresh... <laughs> Not even gonna say my camera. Like eight of them were a no show. I mean, once we were like, "Hey, how are you? How's your weekend?" Oh, okay, <laughs> and then it just died after that. There was just like nothing, you know. They were stale. Um, but my favorite part, because I'm like, this is all right, but it's not fun. I want to make it fun, and we, that's when we came up with the pie chart. And I wanted to find out what people's fetishes were. Okay, but we have to explain how the pie chart came to came to be okay so people don't know this but i'm not really uh 
literate with with the computers. So we're here discussing a whole situation with the dating and the online app. And all of a sudden, she's like uh, pulling out percentages. I said, "Wow!" I said, "You're you're a mathematician." All of a sudden, she's like, "Yeah, I know all, how to do all the numbers. I could do a chart." I said, "Yeah, all right." I said, "If you pull out the computer and do a chart, I'll fall to the floor and I'll die." And she actually sat there and went over every percentage with me, and I was crying as she was doing it, especially. The numbers, the percentages, and what was named. <laughs> yeah, I like how it's all separated. All separated. And this is based off of the same 40 people. Um, wow. Yeah, so it says here that 25% of men are into choking. <laughs> okay, let's break people's necks while we're at it. Yeah. I'm like, sir, I haven't even met you. <laughs> like, Sir, what are you into? I like to choke. Okay. Like, you mean I didn't choke even your do chicken? Yet. I, I didn't even do anything to you. You were fucking choke me? Yeah, no, choke your chicken. <laughs> That's what they call it. 25% of men said they did not have a fetish. And I was like... How could that be? Here's the thing. They, they either were shy or they were just maybe don't have a specific fetish that they're into... Or they were smart enough to not answer the fucking question. Because the way that I asked it was, hey, I'm interested in knowing if you have a fetish. Because I think it's important to know who I'm getting involved with. Right. And they would say, I don't have one. And I'm like, wow, you're really smart. Or you're normal. Like, which one is it? I I shouldn't even say normal because I think everybody's a fetish. I mean, I have my fetish. I'm not getting into that. Yeah, I was going to say, I could share share that for days. (laughs) Okay, 20% are into giving oral sex. Yeah, I have to agree with that, yes. 15% like role play. 5% are into dominatrix. And 10% are into feet. See, there's got to be more to that. You know how many weirdos that be like, look at how cute your oh, toes yeah, are. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. This was just based off no, of I know, but normal I'm just saying, guys. Like, imagine the amount of Jesus. I mean, this guy Take a are... picture of my feet. Oh, okay, let me just have a climax right on your big toe. You know, I have to say, I don't, I don't mind a guy with a foot fetish. I always have a pedicure. I always pumice so bar. I, I'm just I, saying, I pumice you know. bar the bottoms of my my feet. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for anything. But like, if I know you're into feet, at least I know. Like, imagine you you with a guy that's into feet, and it's the summer, you and know he's looking down as everybody's walking by. Start a huge fight. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's not that I wouldn't say it's a fetish of mine, but like, I feel like if you have ugly feet, then you just like like ugh. Like, it's just a turn-off for me. Like, I don't want to look at your ugly green toe. Yeah, and I like, feel like guys that wear no. sandals and I have to be exposed to this and you don't take care of your feet. Why are you doing that? What, yeah, what, what are you torturing me for? Come on. And I'm the nosy one, so I have to stare at it. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, look at the fucking toenail. It's all that. I did once. I told one of my cousins, I said, I think you have a hangnail. <laughs> <laughs> She was so mad at me. She's like, why would you say that? I said, because I know. I have, an, I have really bad OCD and I have a habit of staring at my toes, my fingers. I don't care. 
I, even when I shave down to the the hoo-ha, I have to be like, did you get all the spots? I check the mirror. I don't care. <laughs> if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna fucking be look like a kitten, a bald kitten. I have to check. I have to check. I'm like, no. What if you miss one and then you just happen to go back there and there's like a little hang? No, no. I'll have a fucking stroke. <laughs> No, it's mm. important to be hygienic. One guy so, did say that. He's like, I have a thing for women who are highly hygienic. It's very important to me. It is. And I'm like, you know what? Nowadays, I see people, you know, I get your point. Disgusting. Yeah. But forget about that for two seconds. Did you actually meet anybody on there? On this app? For me? I wasn't looking. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but come on. You must have had a little bit of fun. Actually, one guy, his, his picture really caught me I, I was like oh you know what i don't think i'm gonna make him part of the experience i think i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this one okay is he like a chris hemsworth looking guy because if he is then he's 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 got my vote he is very masculine looking he's italian which you know i like the jewish guys but whatever i know you do but he's um, ah yeah oh yes see then yeah. that's a check that's important Wait, I'm so stupid. So I was talking to him, and I'm like, what do, what do you do? And he said, I'm a carpenter. I said, oh, so you're good with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I don't even think. I just speak. Um, yeah, but his personality is, like, on fire. So I'm, like, blown away because he's actually really cute. And he All has right, a nice so personality. What does he look like? Um, I don't know. Let's see what happens, and then we'll follow up next week. Maybe I'll throw something at him and hit him in the eye. Because oh, that seems to nice. be... Let's, well, you know what? He's athletic. He'll probably catch it. That's how we'll know. Okay. (laughs) All right. To be continued, we're going to see how uh, non-defensive you don't become (laughs) for the love of God. Hi, can I physically assault you? Hi, how are you? I like when a man winks at me, throws something at his face. Um, So, you know what else is really funny, too? What? Uh... Did oh. I, wait, did I tell you already? What? What'd you tell me? The, the, about the pizzeria. No, what happened with the pizzeria? So, last week, now this, mind you, this is after we had the whole conversation about how, you know, you only meet people online, and, you know, I go out a lot, nobody really talks to me or anything, unless right. they bomb two sheets to the wind, they have no idea what's happening. But, I was in a pizzeria, which, by the way, my friend seen me, and I told him, and he, he went like this with his hands, he went like this. Went out like this. Hilarious. Yeah, I know nice. he's gonna he's gonna hear this, he's gonna laugh. He's gonna be like, she's not letting this go. Um so me and my girlfriend were having pizza and I just you know, I just had surgery, so I haven't been really feeling that great. I was like, I'm gonna take the rest of it home. And I asked for it to go and na na na. And as I get up to leave, the guy from behind the counter comes out with a note and puts it on the table with my pizza. Oh, nice. And I was like, you know, I'll wait till I get in the car to read this. <laughs> I go in the car, <laughs> and it says, I think you're hot. Call me with his phone number and his name. And I'm like, I think you're hot. Like, he's, like, definitely over 40. Like, wh- why are you speaking to me like we're fucking 12? <laughs> I, I think you're hot. I was like, oh, this is already going to be interesting. So my friends that like to eat there, they're like, oh, come on, hit him up, hit him up. You know, we'll fucking, we'll get some wings, you know, hook us up. 
That's so I'm true. like, those wings are so good. And I love I love good wings. I love it. I don't care. I get my nails all dirty. I'm in there. I'm in I there. I love chicken wings. I eat it every day. And they have the best wings. So I hit him up and I ask him, you know, what's what's in that hot sauce? He's like, <laughs> it's hot like you. I'm like, yeah. I really, I, I really, really <laughs> like your wings. Tell me what's in it. And he said, I'm going to pour the hot sauce all over you and eat you. Now, you're over 40 years old. I'm a customer. You're sexually harassing me in text message. And if you know anything about a vagina, you don't put fucking hot sauce near it. Okay? If, you, if you're a guy, you ever get pissed off at your girlfriend, go rub your finger in a fucking jalapeno. All right? She'll, she'll die. It is fucking, we, we're hypersensitive, that area, like, come I've on. I've never heard that in my life. That has to be put on a shirt. <laughs> if your girlfriend's pissing you off. So wait, so now I, I said to him, I really just want the hot sauce, man. That's, you know, I want yeah. the recipe. He's like, oh, that's why you messaged me all for the sauce. Too much sauce. Meanwhile... He went into saying the last person who had this recipe is dead. Okay, so now like you're threatening me and you're sexually harassing me. Anyway, it just goes to show that even if you're out and about and you meet somebody, they can be a complete clown. These people, it's almost like they have no respect for themselves. You can tell from being on that site and talking to these guys and even you yourselves at home if you're on a dating site or if you're going through like a slew of guys and you want to start cutting people and figure out who you want to take serious and who you want to prioritize. It's so important to look at, you know, how these people act, how they speak, how they treat themselves. Like even if you take yourself out of the equation and you just look at this person as a whole, like how, if you respect yourself, how can you really respect somebody like that? It's a shame. Shame, really. Well, some people go to the lows of the lows. So. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go low so you could go high. Sometimes, yeah, well, trust me, if you're gonna go lower than a cricket, then you might as well just die. I'm dead. You know, it's just like, not something I would do. Sorry, too bougie. Yeah, really, I got my own shit together. I got my if you own, don't got yeah, your shit together, no, I don't got time. I, I like money, sorry. I like money and I, I like a smart, you know, stallion. What do you think is more important? Chemistry? Or compatibility. Well, that's a tough one. But you know what? I'm. I would say chemistry. I think it's more important of how you vibe. Because energies matter. Like that's one thing. So that you have like people more of a spiritual way. Yeah, of, like of people loving. don't know. Like I, I never looked at it that way. But in the last year and a half, I, I've been practicing chakra, and that just you know. Kind of makes me think about like people's energies. That's right. You took me to East meets West. Yes. I love that store. That's yeah. You've been very into that, like for the last few months. No, well, because the, there's a piece of me that people don't know, and I've never shared it. Mm. Well, yeah. It's nice to have things like that. Um, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse. You meditate. I I meditate. Yes. I did this meditation video where it, it's not, it's a video, but not for the video, for the sound. They put this weird noise in it. 
it's Jose Silva and he makes you close your eyes and he talks to you and then there's like this noise in the background and for some reason I don't know if it's because I have bad ADD my mind becomes so um aligned I'm not bouncing all over the place I feel this is the calmest I've ever felt yeah that's it does it actually you would laugh but what what they taught me my friend Danielle she said what you do is is you get the different stones some people use whatever they want like there are stones for love prosperity things like that or you could use like the basic ones ones that help you heal ones that help you bring more love in your life or quartz is that that's yeah quartz and then you actually because there's you go from the head down you have to be aligned by seven i think it's six or seven i can't i can't remember right now but and you actually take the rocks and you put them like between your eye. I think it's seven. Head between the eye, you put it all the way down as far as you can, and you're supposed to hear meditation and just relax. And I swear on everything I love, people think I'm crazy because I actually take the rocks out, I put it at where they're supposed to go, and I feel ten times better. Wow. Because I'm, nice. I, I'm. It's like the energy I'm giving. It, it, it's going out and kind of, but it's supposed to bring you positivity. Are you bringing the stones to Florida? Oh yes, I take my stones everywhere with me. I, I carry should, them in I a bag in, in my pocket. I want to go do this with you on the beach. Yes. You should. Yes, I would. I would love to to do that with you. I'm very good at meditating. Early in the morning when no one's there. That would be great. I'm very good at, med- at meditating. I think it's important. When you're someone that suffers from anxiety and things like that, it's it's one thing to, you know, smoke a cigarette, or smoke a joint, whatever your preference is. Take a Xanax. Take Xanax if you want. But, you know, some other people want to find more healthier, holistic ways. And when I saw my friend practicing it at first, I was like, that's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> and my light bulbs were going off in different ways. And I was like, okay, one flew over a cuckoo's nest. And then I went home and I said, you know something? No, because I actually believed in it almost simultaneously. And I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. And I even I came home. You got to see, I got my Buddha. I got my, my two trays ready. I have a huge core that I keep in a circle. It's supposed to bring love and prosperity and keeps all the negative away. I have a big core. I have everything. Everything. I love that. And it does. It gives you something that you believe in. And it's it's a nice thing. It keeps you calm, especially when you're by the beach. Mm-hmm. You get away from all the jerk-offs, you know, like like exes that have been to prison. Oh, yes. You know what? Dating people in prison is becoming really big because women like to know where their men are at. So you get these girls that... And there's a whole show. I think it's called Prison Wives. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And it, it, my, one of my friends loves it. I'd be perfect on the show. <laughs> um, You've obviously visited someone yeah. in prison that was special to you. You want to talk about it? Woo! We're going down memory lane. I actually have a story. You know how it sucks to go dress there? Okay, it was my sister-in-law and me. We were driving down to Fort Dix. And I had, I kid you not, I had a white fur coat, brand new, brand new fur coat that I just bought. It was like five grand. I have my, my diamond ring on. I look like Mr. T from head to toe. Okay. <laughs> I think the only thing I had in the back of my trunk was pajama pants and like gym, uh, the leggings and, and uh, like a gym shirt. 
So anyway, she drives me and she really, she didn't want to go in. So she was like, I'm just going to go back to the hotel, whatever, whatever. I go in. The, as soon as I get in, I walk in. The lady goes, you can't come in here like that. And this is me. What the fuck is she talking about? I said, I can't come in like that. I said, what does she want me to do? Go in there naked? So she's like, you can't have this. You can't have that. You can't. I call my, my, my sister-in-law at the time and I go, get back here. She goes, what's the matter? I said, I, I have to be, basically be naked to get in there. So now I'm taking everything off. I go to the back seat of my car. I put on the yoga pants. I put the whole thing. And I told her, this is what you would think that I'm more concerned about seeing my ex. I'm telling her, you lose my engagement ring, I'll crack your head open. <laughs> this is what I'm telling her. But it was, a, it was a crazy experience. I was just trying to go in there and, and you know that all those entitlements are taken away from them. It's yeah. it's crazy. And then they're inside and they're like, oh, it's tough. No, it's tough for us. Stuff out, out here, motherfucker. And we still got to deal with your shit and send you money for your fucking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I had I had to give I had to give a guard $150 for me to bring meatballs in and macaroni. I made sure he was working that day. And I gave him the money, and I bought it in. I even gave him a separate tray for him to take home, you know, to take for all oh, his workers. Nice. I was like, I got to give this guy a meatball. I said, use people are feeding him like fucking gefilte fish, yeah. But they don't want, unless you're feeding them, you can't bring shit in there. That's why I said I ain't sending no pictures. I send <laughs> Feds go through all of that. I don't like it. Oh, fuck. Have you ever done that? You've sent pictures? I visited someone in jail but yeah he used to he used to be like oh you don't write to me this that and always get on me and shit and they all send me a picture and then that's not good enough and then he was telling me i got fans in there and all this bullshit but i went to visit him and this is you know the first time going to visit somebody in jail for anybody who hasn't visited anyone in prison i hope you never have to visit anybody that you love in jail but if you do I'll never forget, I went there one time in particular, because I was there a few times, and the guy, you know, you have to go in one bathroom, take your bra off, put it in a bag, come out, give the bra to the guy at the front where your shoes and the rest of your things are, he checks your bra in front of everybody, hands Mm -hmm. it back to you, you go in the other bathroom, a different one, and you put it back on. Now you come out and you can put your shoes back on. It's kind of like being at the airport, but worse, like humiliating they, in they a way you because like an you, yeah, and and there's not that many people around being served. Everyone is one at a time, so everyone's watching you. Um, then from that point, oh, you didn't have like a group like when you like when I went to visit, they did like a, it was like a once a month kind of thing, and it was groups. Like, they would let all the cell guys out. Like, I would be across from... The oh, guy no, yeah, came from a serial killer. And I'm sitting right across from me. You want a, you want a piece of bread? <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's how it was. But going through the process to get into that room was very... Horrible. Yeah, that's where it was, like, very quiet, all eyes on you. And I remember this guy, he, t- he said, we need to take you in the back. We need to check you for narcotics. So now I'm saying to myself, I said, oh, fuck. I hope I touch something in the car or God knows you. I don't know what the hell's going on. I went in my bag their, and touched something. They're stick their finger right up your head. <laughs> so now I'm there and it is, it is intense. They're going underneath my fingernails. They're doing everything. Um, I think maybe they made me open my mouth. And 
Now I walk out of the room and I'm clean and this big obese washed up hillbilly <laughs> motherfucker turns around and goes, oh, she's clean? Well, looks like I lost $5. You literally bet wow. on me. Wow. Yeah. So I I already, I mean, listen, you walk in, you're nice, you're polite, you keep it moving. There's no point to be rude to people for no reason. But after that, I was like, this fucking place. So I get in the, it's funny too, because once I got into the cafeteria area, then you got to run up to the vending machines and you then you're waiting online for the microwave. No, it was yours like mine. I had to go to the store and get quarters. Because if you didn't yeah, have quarters, you, didn't have quarters, you couldn't, you, be... you, you, you got nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So now, you had to have like t- a whole bag of $10 in quarters. Yeah, I was like, have... what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like a, a sandwich is like two fifty or something. You got to put it in, in quarters yeah. and then you got to heat it up. Everything's frozen. So now by the time you get everything that they want, you heat it up, you bring it to the table. Now I got to literally watch you eat. Like you're a Rottweiler or a pit bull. They spit everywhere. He's shoving food in his mouth because his time's going to be up and he's got to eat all this. You don't even really get to talk. But one time he said to me, did they give you that to wear? Because I was always, one time I went there dressed nice and they tortured me and I had to change. So from that point, I was like, I'm just going to put on sweats, nothing too tight. You know, it's hard because I have a chest and I have an ass. So everything I put on could be viewed as being like a little bit much. A little bit much. So now I'm like in these big, like pink sweatpants and I went to bed and, you know, I woke and he goes, Where'd you get that? Would they give you that to wear? Like, this is what you wear to visit me? I'm like, oh, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Really. You wanted me to come here with a fucking fresh Valentino type dress? They would have <laughs> ripped, ripped it up and threw it in the garbage. And I would have punched you in the face in front of everybody and told you, give me $3,000. That you fucked up my... No, it's it's really bad. Like, when I went there, I remember when I left... Were you guys allowed to hold hands? No. No? We I, we were lucky that we, that we were allowed to tap kiss. And I really didn't even want to because I, I was so aggravated because this was like the this was like after i had already found out about what he was going in for and i wasn't and that was sure a surprise and that you. was already a surprise yeah so now i'm like oh shit now, now i have to go there and hear because i was like i can't find closure or decide what i'm gonna do until i go and i speak to him so and that's what i did but i gotta tell you that's one hell of a life yeah that's one hell of a life and it's sad because, you know, once they're in there, it doesn't matter how long they come out. And, and it's sad, but statistically, they wind up back in there. Yeah. And it's it's very unfortunate that that becomes a way of life. Yeah, well, I mean, look. I mean, Jesus. The things that they go away for. This is why I always tell people this is why I want to I always wanted to write the book. You should. I am. I think you should. I am. I, I have a... I have a whole thing already set up with chapters and different things. I just got to get my laptop fixed and get to going. So all it takes. Once you start going, you don't stop. That's how I am writing. That's what happened to me. I wrote a sex book, but I lost it. No! Yes. I never told you that story. Mm -mm. Okay, so I was writing. Like, people don't know how, how many proposals I've had and things like that. So it, it, I was, it doesn't touch base on it, but it, it kind of does. So I started giving fictional names, fictional characters about my sexual experiences throughout all my relationships. When you want to talk about juicy 
it had every, I wrote about seven chapters in about four months. Uh, my goal was to write at least close to like 150 to 200 pages. Now, once you write something like that, usually, you know, if you think hard enough, you could reiterate it. Reiterate, yeah. I think you really should. But shout out to Trader Joe's to these dark chocolate pretzels. Wow. Wow. You're, you're, you're on flavor. What? No, thank you. I had my, my chicharron de pollo with some white rice. It was delicious. Mmm. So, questions. Okay. You're married. Obviously, from the story we just heard, this isn't your first rodeo. I'm not married. So, I want to hear from someone who is. Well, was. I'm not with this one, no. But I have been. I've been down the road. If I if I get married to this one, this is my second. This would be my second marriage. Do you see it going there? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. We have a lot of big things coming up. Mm. So who knows? Who knows? Shout out to my hubba bubba. Um. What do you think are the top three things that make a marriage work? Oh Jesus. You know what? I have to be totally honest, and it's it's kind of stereotypical, but you have to have a loyalty. You have to have a loyalty. Like, you know, like, there was a certain respect that we had for each other that I didn't really have to worry or, you know, kind of get that feeling that he was going to step out. You know, because some people go, oh, you got divorced because they cheated. Not always the case. It's usually most times it is. In mine, it wasn't. It was totally something different. So everybody's like, "Oh, so if that didn't happen, if that didn't happen, I'd still be married." Someone you love was ripped from you. Yeah, was ripped. But I had that. I had love, and and we had a lot of compassion. Because. The thing that I always try to explain, because I'm, like I people know, I suffer from anxiety. So one of the things that I also have is I'm very introverted. So I, it's like people, like if I'm close enough with you, I verbalize. But if I don't know you, I sit and I observe. That's just what I was taught, and I've never really broke out of it. And that was something that he would just switch. He was like, we can't have this. You got to like express yourself because that's how you, you know. And then I became a Rottweiler, and then I didn't learn, then can't shut me up now. I like that a lot because I feel... The person helps you grow. Right, right. And it's effective. And it's effective, yeah. Because I think in a marriage, it's, you can't, like people think it stops there. Like Mm -hmm. you get married and it stops. No, you have to keep doing things to build that marriage. You still do date nights. You still go on vacations. You still go to your friend's outings. You know, if you have children, you know, you take them on vacation. Like, you continue that consistency. Oh, we purchased another home together for our family. You know, things like that. Oh, you know what? When we first got together, she wasn't as open-hearted to my family. Now she is. She's more compassionate. She's more whatever. Or he's this. It's vice versa. That's what I mean, like, energies. I love this. I feel like people really need to hear this. They do. Because people don't realize. It's. I tell people, when you're really deep into chakra you actually see the color of someone's aura. Can you see my color? I was going to say yes, I actually can. Yours is red. Which is good. That means I'm on fire. Which is good. No, what does it mean? But you actually look aligned. Thanks. You look aligned. Which is good. 
Wow. Like, like me, I always know when I'm off. Like I like my body just knows. I'm having an off day. It's a, like I, I know it's my third eye or whatever. People who actually read about it and they know the healing, they can tell which part, you know. Do you ever need. feel like you know when something bad's going to happen and you get anxiety? Yes, all the time. It's like your body is telling you that something's it's going something's to happen. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I feel like I get that because it can't just be coincidental. It's a, it's really a pattern at this point. I call it the spidey sense. Yeah, that too. But I feel like once you have the anxiety and once you have that little mini breakdown before the bad news comes and before the rain comes down, it makes the rain a lot easier to deal with. Yeah, it does. But I, I think that, that, you know, those... That, so that's... loyalty, compassion. What did I say? Love? I think I said love, right? Mm-hmm. Love, yeah. Love for, you know, family or things that mean well, something you know, to I the always, other person. I, I always say, because people always say it's so hard to define love. And I always say, you know what defines it? Your relationship with your partner. The both of you make that... My God, this is so beautiful. Isn't it pretty? I, yeah. People don't think I think like that. But no, no, I, I was just going to com- say, I've never heard you talk like this, and I really like it. Isn't it cute? It is. Yeah. It's a good look. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And I thought about that, and I, I always, t- and I tell my husband now, I'm like, you know, we started off one way, and then it just grew into this whole thing, and I'm like, the relationship is what we built. That That's where the love is. And I learned it from my grandparents. Because they met when when my grandmother was 14. And they, before he passed away, may he rest in peace, they were together more than 45 years. Like, you know, she got pregnant. And they, thank you. She, uh, you know, she got pregnant and they had a family they built. But that love never, so it was something I look back at and I say, that's what I want when I'm 50 something years old. That's my goal. Do you feel like, and this is kind of going back on, you know, I know we made a joke with the fetishes, but. Going back on, you know, the online dating, because you, I showed you a lot more than I, I even explained, but do you feel like this generation, people don't take themselves serious like they did back then, and they don't really look at people like their grandparents no, and say, don't. hey, I want to be that. It, do you feel like they're just, they sell out and they're afraid to have emotion? Well, first off, I'm not even a mathematician, but I'm going to tell you of my own <laughs> calculation, and I'll bet it, 90%, as an example, don't even know what marriage is. Like most of them, because you know, they explain, oh, marriage is a contract. Oh, yes, legally, yes, it is. But if, if you understood what the bond was, then you'd get it. Like, you know, when I when I explain it to my husband, I go, you know why I choose marriage? I said, because my children can have your last name. So my son can have a father. You know what I'm saying? Things like that makes you think about, it's true. It's, you know, you want your children. Yeah, that's children real love. To, that's real love. So I was like, you know, I want my kids to, I already have my, name, my kids' names picked out. It, that's how crazy it is. Like, and he loves them, by the way. So, you want to share them? I'll share my favorite one, which is, if I told him if we have a boy, it'll, well, I don't want to say his last name, so we'll use my last name instead. It'll be um, Gino Anthony Ramos. I love it. I love Gino. Gino Anthony. And I always said that because nobody in my family really has an Italian uh, name, and I'm, I'm going to spoil my kids, and I want them to be like the Hiltons. <laughs> So I don't want any people in my family to have my children's name. <laughs> Sorry, diva moment, but I mean every word of it. 
Yeah, I guess I love an Italian name, as you know. But I don't know what kind of person I'm going to wind up with. So I don't want to assume that it's going to be a name like that. Because if I got somebody and their last name is oh, like, me. you know. Yeah, but you know, I mean, to Goldberg, I can't really have a Gino Goldberg. It's like when I met, you know, my husband, like we, we just, we just hit it off. Like I've never really had to do the online dating thing. Oddly enough, people think I have. I have not. I, I don't see that. I never saw the, the process of it. Now, do you feel like if you didn't have that and you didn't meet anybody that you really liked, would you go online and date? I try it. I'm not, I'm not saying I oppose it. I'm just like, it kind of scares me sometimes because I'm like, you meet this person and they're social with you because, you know, you're on, on two edges of the phone. Now you meet each other and it's like talking to Hermit the Frog. And now you're disappointed. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh, I kind of like this guy because in his picture he looked like Farquaad from Shrek. And now I'm hanging out with him and he's like, he's, he's a juice head. You know, it, it, like, I, I don't agree with that. Like, I still like people who, I always tell all my girlfriends or even, even the, my queen girlfriends, which is all my LGBTQ guys. When I see them, I'm like, listen, you... You know, you have to be yourself. You have to be authentic and you have to... Be genuine. Be genuine. You know, that's how people... Real recognize real. Well, yeah. Real recognize is real. I think that if I had, from this experience and this project, I think that if I had to give any advice to anybody who does online dating, be choosy with your pictures. It's okay to, you know, put something that's provocative up. I'm always a fan of that. Um, but let them know that you're serious and you're not just what you're posting as far as a picture. Take the time. Write a brief synopsis on who you are and what you're looking for. Okay. So before you continue, so when you're posting this picture, are we going with complete cleavage, half cleavage, sexy cleavage? Like, I don't, I don't I'm curious. I'm going to show you mine. Then I'm going to delete my Bumble. Oh, I'm sorry, people. Any fellas that were interested? <laughs> she's now off the market. I'm just going to Kim Dilkram. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's so a quan. I have this one. Oh, yeah. See? Cute. This one. Oh, that's cute. And then this one. So this one's like a little bit more provocative but it's yeah, but not it's, it's not too revealing it's, so right, it's, it's just like anything else it's you tasteful right it's tasteful so be yep. picky also lions tigers and bears oh my i asked a couple of fucking guys what oh it was God. like on their end because i can't see you know for the females i can only see the males and girls stop putting the bears and all this nonsense on you with these filters they don't like it it makes them feel like it's not authentic and it makes you look like how the hell am i gonna take this woman serious she's 30 or over 30 or a little under 30 and she's dressing up you know like an animal on this thing that people are trying to take you serious now if you're looking for somebody that you just want to like you know hang around with not take serious that's fine but if you are looking to cut out the nonsense guys I would definitely do those steps. That and means, I also, uh, I don't like to share social media with people. They ask you, they're like, what's your Instagram? You want to connect on Instagram? And it's like, 
All right, I'll give you my Instagram, and then you could watch my stories for the rest of my life, and we'll never speak again. And we'll never speak again. Yep. So, I mean, if he asks you for your Instagram, he's probably... Just write him off. I mean... See, I never even knew... Because my stuff is not private. It's it's public, so I don't even know. Sometimes people follow me, and I get a text, and they're like, how come you didn't follow me back? I don't even know... I don't even know... <laughs> I don't even know that it's you, and sometimes I don't bother to check and even look. Like, oh, that's my friend Grace from, from fucking Marshalls. I, I don't know. <laughs> Insanity the things I have to deal with. That is funny. I had mine public, but then people were getting cute, and uh, just for my own peace, I put my stuff on private until you know they find something better to do. Um, and you know I'm no punk, but I'm too busy. Too busy for that. Yeah. Plus, I'm, you know, I'm not going to expose that on the podcast. Did, did, did we cover most of our topics for the day? Yeah, I think that, um, should we break it? Uh, we got somebody coming on the podcast next week. We got somebody coming. And, uh, let's see. This person is a diva. Diva. This person has really nice hair. Okay. Always has the newest products and always has the gossip. This is Shawnee Blue Eyes at Shawnee Blue Eyes. We're looking forward to having you. There's your shout out. He doesn't My have, favorite. He doesn't have more Chanel than me, so. <laughs> Maybe we'll have you guys bring your Chanel and we could do like a little photo shoot. And yeah, post we'll do it. a fur contest. Okay. I'll be the judge. Furrier. I have a furrier. <laughs> And um, also, big shout out to my waxer, Valbona. Valbona, I need you. Uh, everybody, um, her Instagram is at Femwax. She's phenomenal. She comes to the house. Doesn't matter what time. She works around your schedule. One of the most hardworking people I've ever met. And also really hilarious. So, love her. Um I think that covers everything. If there's a topic or something that you guys want to hear about, please add us at Certified Papachulo at underscore Kim de la Creme. Yes, please make sure you follow and ask and give us new topics. Oh, and don't forget to follow Kim D. Posh on Instagram so you can find out about the projects that we're working on and the events we'll be at. I can't wait for that event. All that's right. going to be I can't wait amazing. to talk about it. Make sure you guys tune in next Monday because that's what I'm going to be talking about. Have a good night, guys. Later.